This is Mind Booster Podcast. In times like these, we need a mind booster. Today, let's join Keith Osborne, my husband, a prolific Bible teacher for over 25 years, expounding on mind-boosting words of truth from the scriptures. There are so many people today trying to find themselves, searching for significance. Keith Osborne, our teacher, has created the following saying. Number one, I know who I am. I am a child of God. Number two, I exist to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Number three, I know where I will go when I die. When I die, I will live forever in heaven with Jesus Christ, my Savior. Spiritual warfare, doctrine of the two nature. Question I ask is, who are we wearing? Strange question, isn't it? Usually ask, what are you wearing? But I'm asking, who in the world are you wearing? Because this is what it boils down to in terms of this old warfare that actually have invaded us and literally become part of our mind. You're not alone. And oh, by the way, if you're going through that, you're not crazy. And oh, by the way, you're not unsaved. So you don't need to be resaved. Um, and mm-hmm. you haven't fallen out of step with God. It's just that you don't understand the battle going on in your mind. And I'm trying to bring it closer to you so that you understand the combatants involved in this. And these are really the nature. You know, you have two natures. Do you? Do you realize that you have two natures? But you really don't understand how they work, right? Nature. We need to talk about nature. You can't capture it on a camera. You can't paint it on a, uh, with a paintbrush. It's invisible. The only way you know it's there is because it produces an effect. Just like the wind. Can you see the wind? No. No. Can you touch the wind? Mm. You can't touch the wind, but you experience the effect of it, don't right. you? Yes. Like a, like, like a tornado. You can't see it, but you see evidence of it, and it can be devastating, right? And you know that, oh, yeah, the wind, there's a wind. Yes. Well, nature is that thing, too. And just to make it a little simple, I check out the dictionary, and I start to like uh, some of the basic words it used, which is, and I copy this where it says, it's the basic characteristic or inherent features of something. Mm-hmm. Because that's really what it is. It's almost like you take in uh, on a canvas and you stuff in, in that canvas everything that the particular object ought to be. And it becomes the boundary in which you capture all the features of this thing. And it can't operate outside of this, that feature. The best way I can use, and the best word we can use is capacity. And somebody has said ability. Okay. And as you said, the way God created us, all those are good words in saying, and it backs it <clears throat> in terms of uh, natural, natural. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is really the best word I think is capacity because capacity emphasize ability. It emphasizes possibility and potential. Capacity does, but if you look up that word, in other words, it is, uh, it is 
able to produce action and ability, features. So that's what nature seemed to be. And by observation, we really see it. Now, here's some clear rules that nature operate by. By observation, we can safely say that everything that exists has its own nature. For example, yes, and that's a great design because you see, it shows you what the particular object is capable of. It doesn't, you don't, you're not able to confuse it with something else. For example, it be, the night may be extremely dark and you and I inside, but outside we hear and you know, you don't have no animals. You don't keep animals. You really don't like animals. Okay? But you hear, bow, bow. what would you say? What would you say? You'd, you'd That's, ask a question, you? That's a dog yeah. barking. That's a dog barking. Yeah, and you say, where's that dog? Because we don't know dog. <laughs> now, how do you know it's a dog? How do you know because it's barking? And that's the nature of a dog. Yeah, yeah, you know by observation, everything growing up, you know, they tell you, that's dog. And mm -hmm. you, you, you always hear that, that dog making sound like that. Well, let's mm -hmm. say you hear, you hear, you know, of course, the night is still, I hear, meow, meow. What would you say? <laughs> the cat. You say, no, maybe I have a stray cat come inside my yard here. How do you know it's a cat? How do you know it's a cat? Because you know by observation. Exactly. But then this can be the frightening thing now. This is like uh, one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning. And you hear some whispering outside. You are experiencing nature. What you are experiencing is actions you're experiencing something happening and that something happening is you're hearing different sound and by those sound you're able to identify ah this is this uh -uh, that is that uh -uh, this is this because you see that's what nature existence does it, mm -hmm. it has the feature that tells you and identify what the object is. A chair. You probably, I'm sure you're all sitting on a chair and a sofa right now, yes, right? That's as its own nature too. But its nature is non-living, right? If that inanimate object, that means it stays where you put it. It doesn't move because it's not living by nature. Now, if it start moving, use the chair you're sitting on and start moving, you know it has no wheels on it. It's flat on the ground and it stays steady and it's moving. We have a problem, yes, don't we? <laughs> By nature, this inanimate object should not be moving. Mm -hmm. At this point, it's time for you to run. <laughs> Solid object like a stone and so don't move but unless an external force is moving it. Do you see? Again, you see everything that exists at its own nature. Great design from the great one, from the great mind because it make designing very simple. And here's where you see it really make 
birth terms of passing on the race. Very simple. You know what I said? Birth determines the nature of all living things on the earth. And that is true. Because you see, life from a dog will what? Have the nature of a dog. Life born of a man have the nature of a man. Right. So you see, birth really determine the nature of all living things. And that's mm -hmm. the way you propagate the race. Because it's like you set this thing like a great designer. In fact, we copy this. <laughs> we copy this. You know, you know how? Because when you go to the store and you buy a computer and you bring it home and the first time you turn on that computer, what are some of the things you see? The first time you turn it on. For those who, yeah, but you see a program pops up, a program pops up and then it tells you, it asks you, it, it, it gave you a series of questions. Select English mm -hmm. in terms of your language. Select this, select that. Yeah. And you made all these selections. Come back and he said, are you sure that uh, all these selection is what you really want? In terms of language, in terms of you want it to be connected to the internet, you, know, you want uh, drivers to be installed, you know, all this. And you said, yes. What, because once you said yes, what happened is that this piece of software that we put on the drive in the computer, we literally packed all that is needed to make the computer uh, finally, you know, when you get the windows up, to populate it so that you're ready to work with it. We and all the drivers to be installed, everything. We packed it and then we zip it up. And when you zip it up, we slap it on the drive. And when you turn the computer on, it initiated. And then once you answer all those questions and you press yes for it to go now, you can go off somewhere about an hour and it just automatically be, begin to unpack. And when you come back, all you see is, ooh, windows on the screen ready for you to work. Well, that's what we copy from God because that's exactly what nature is. God packed all the features in it so that by the time you're ready to pass on and propagate descendant, you want to bring a new living things in a lot of things come together. And once you initiate that, then the concept of conception and then mature inside, and then it sh shoots out and you see whatever that living thing shoots out, it have the nature of you, of the, the mother or the initiator who actually went through that process. So in other words, mm -hmm. birth is like that thing where we, zip up in terms of the nature and then once all the ingredients get together inside the body bingo it just begin to unpack like a mm. seed begin to unpack yes automatically god doesn't have to do anything <laughs> he just gone out by himself and let it work and that's how birth determine the nature of all living things as you propagate descendant right down the line great design so understanding nature is key right here. So as I said, birth determines the nature. That's how you get the nature in birth. And you need to remember this because that when we come to salvation, that's how you're going to see how this plays out. Now, 
So that's in general about what nature is. So nature is capacity or ability or natural stuff that God have stuffed in like a seed so that it defined the object and it enabled the object to be unique in terms of its feature so you don't confuse it with other objects. And that's prevent confusion in our world because mm -hmm. every thing that exists has its own nature. Good. Now let's move from general to more specific, human nature. Now here's mm -hmm. the, the thing about human nature. It differs from um, the, any other creature on the earth. And here is what, why. It has a spiritual component to it because man was made different. You notice when we have this talking God in Genesis 1, in let there be, let there be. But when it comes to man, he didn't really talk man into existence. You notice right. it. No, he did not. He did deliberately like bent down, pick up mud, made the body, and then he breathed into him. That was significant. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let somebody find Genesis 1, 26 to 28 to see the difference in our nature that evolved from this in terms of God literally with his hand made us in terms of from, from the, 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 the earth and then he breathed into us portion of himself. Genesis 1, 26, 28, quickly, reader. Then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Okay, do you see what it just said? Yes. God created them. And later on, when we see Genesis 2, we see where it sort of came in a little closer to show you how he actually created man and breathed into him. But here he created a special creature when he goes through the, 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 the days of his creation here. Now, here's what actually happened now. With that spiritual dimension that man has as part of the image of God, we call it personality. Mm -hmm. Yes, because you see this, that's where we differ from the animals. Animals are like programmed and they operate by the, based on instinct. Mm -hmm. But we have personality. Mm -hmm. Now the components of personality is intellect, emotion, and the power to choose. Mm -hmm. So do you see where we are like godlike? which of course was a dangerous thing. And you can see what happened in Genesis 3. Yeah. Because here's, here's the thing, God is a person. Because once you hope in Genesis 1, God, you end up looking at a talking God, right? Let there be light, and there was light. Let the water move, and it moved. Let there be, we end up encountering a talking God, which is, you only talk because, you have a mind in terms of the ability 
to put together language and actually speak. So we see where, yes, God of a mind, and he was just unfolding the creation out of his mind because that's what he had envisioned. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you reach Genesis 6, where man has become so depraved, you heard these terms that he said, and God was grieved that he had made man because every imagination of their thoughts were only evil continually. At that point, you saw God showing emotion, which is he was grieved and you only grieve when you love someone. Mm -hmm. So there you see emotion, passive personality. And of course, you saw where God decided to make a decision. I will destroy this world because I can't let this evil to continue. And he drowned everybody. So he made a decisive decision. That's where you see the exercise of the will. So you see personality, God showed his personality. And guess what? When he breathed into us, he gave us that slight image of himself. So consequently, when you looked at how does man express his nature, he expresses nature through his intellect, which is his mind, his emotion, and his will. That's how we express our nature. So do you see how important now the mind, the emotion, and the will become? Because apart from that, there's no way for you to express your nature. And here's the key about it. At the time of creation, the mind, the emotion, and the will of Adam and Eve perfectly reflected the image of God. Yes. You know why? Because I heard God utter these words at the end of his physical creation. Genesis 1.31. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. You hear what he said? He didn't just say it was good. Very he said it was very good. Very good. That doesn't mean make anything bad. No, he said it was very good. And this very good was also the creature that he had made and said he's going to let him have dominion over all his creation and everything he had done. Yes, though he made in his image. So, yes, it was very good. In other words, in terms of the mind, the emotion, and the will, the way it should work, it was working that way. And that is the mind looks at information. It thinks, mm -hmm. it compares, and it looked at the word of God and it said, mm, it's right. This is the way, this is the way we should go. And it says, okay, Will, I already checked it out. And the Will said, okay, let's do it. And the Will made the decision. And then the emotions start jumping up and down and clap and said, yes, we got it. You see how it should work? The mind is the one who interrogate and examine the information of what is required to be done. Because the mind, you use the mind for thinking. No, never let the emotion think. It has no thinking. So the mind is where all the processes is done and it compares mm -hmm. it to the word of God. And once it, as it, as it approved it, it said, okay, Will, okay, this is it. I've crunched the numbers. Let's do it. And we'll accept what the mind gives it and then move on. And the emotion just come behind and start to 
uh, uh, just just break out into dancing. That's the way it should work. That's the way mm -hmm. it was working. Ah, mm -hmm. but we have a problem here. But when our parents, Adam and Eve, sinned, there was a change in their nature. Yeah. They became a possessor of a sin nature, and they have passed this nature on to all their descendants. That's the summarization occur because then what happened now in terms of how we express this nature is here's what we see now happening to the mind, the emotion, and the will. The mind get twisted up in terms of how it's thinking. And of course, taking a page from uh, where Romans tell us that the mind called light darkness and darkness light it's confused. So therefore, mm -hmm. it passed this confusion on to the will. <laughs> and the emotion, emotion now, it should really love God, be joyful. Instead, the emotion begin to love and fall in love with things. The emotion yeah. begin to worship nature. It looks at nature. Now, here's again, the nature again, because you see, what we do is, we look into this world and we see all these things that come out. We see them existing like a garden and everything. We don't know really where they come from. So nature seems to be that term we use to say naturally this just come about. And since we don't have the knowledge of God, we looked at nature as very powerful and then with our twisted mind now, we begin to worship nature. It becomes an altar. Not realizing mm -hmm. that the actual creator is the one who is bigger than his creation that he made. This concludes a Mind Booster podcast on spiritual warfare, conflict in your mind. Go to PrayTube.net to listen to the entire series and to receive free resources associated with each podcast teaching. teaching.